Welcome to Soft Bites Podcast. Your life, your dentistry. We talk about ways to have more fun and meaning in one of the coolest and most rewarding professions in medicine. Conversations on how to bring awareness, create a healthy workplace, and provide emotional insights to make dentistry a fulfilling activity while making space for one's wonder, creativity, and freedom. Here are your hosts, Banuela and George Andre. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Soft Bites podcast. Hello, George Andre. How are you? Hello, Manuela. Hello, João. <laughs> Today we have a guest with us. Welcome, welcome, João. <laughs> Hello, Manuela. Hello, George. Thank you very much for your invitation. It's a pleasure to be here and talk uh, with you about uh, dentistry and the digital marketing. So I think it's going to be a very fun uh, podcast yes. where we can share different uh, visions from yeah. different areas. João, before I introduce you, and, and I'm going to ask you also for you to, to tell, tell us about more about you but let me just tell you that there was one of one of the episodes of the podcast that is still not out uh but me and george andre we finished the episode with this uh, conversation uh, slash discussion about marketing and uh, social media um and and we said in the end of the episode no we have to invite someone we have to invite someone to talk about this because this what we were saying was just based on personal uh, opinions and judgments yeah. and bias that yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so i i had the so you are um a partner in the, the COO if uh, correct me if i if i made yeah, uh, if i make any mistake of constant circle circle so yes. it's basically a, a constant circle it is a digital marketing a, a agency and i already asked you and you're going to tell a little bit more about that but um i find you i i found you because your uh, your CEO uh, contacted me. We, we exchanged some messages in uh, in LinkedIn, and I remembered and I messaged him and um, and at the time and he said no, I cannot do it. But he immediately suggested your name, so you are here to talk to us uh, as a, a, a digital marketing specialist in, in dentistry because you guys we you guys work with a lot of dentists, so you. Not, you don't work only with dentists, but you are a, a, a digital marketing agency specialized in dentistry. Exactly. Uh, so I'm I'm going to invite you to yeah to introduce yourself, to introduce Constant Circle, and and to tell us about what does this mean, what 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 does um, uh, what does this mean to 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 be a, a digital marketing agency uh, specialized in in dentistry. So uh, as a digital marketing agency, we do all the, the services and we have all the techniques uh, to, 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 to make digital marketing. Okay, So we, we help uh, brands and institutions to reach their targeted audience and to position themselves digitally. But we have the privilege, I think, for me, it's a privilege uh, to work very closely and to have the different uh, uh, doctors and dentists who have clinics. Uh, so we are specializing in it so we have we know their language uh, we know how to reach their audience and that gives us here uh, a differentiation uh, in terms uh, to uh, to different uh, other agencies that can also focus on on different areas we we have agencies that focus a lot on uh, uh, food uh, uh, some agencies that focus a lot on tourism and i think that each of these agencies uh, they start uh, uh, 
communicating in a way that they can reach the, that their targets better and to understand what are uh, those institutions' difficulties and to help them to, 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 to grow and to be better positioned digitally. Mm -hmm. And how, how long, just out of curiosity, how long do you work uh, in a constant circle? How long does constant circle exist? And since the beginning, do you get, did you guys work uh, always with, uh, with dentists? Yeah, so uh, as I was telling before, uh, Nuno Gonçalves, uh, who is the, which is the, the CEO of Constant Circle, uh, he started working in a dental clinic and he was the marketing director of a dental clinic who, uh, and, and everything went very well. The strategy was uh, very well introduced. It was in a phase that digital marketing was still appearing and, and it still is, but it was more raw. No one knew what to do. And, uh, and Nuno had this strategy and he started implementing it and, and it worked really well. So uh, everyone started uh, kind of looking at that work that was being done as a reference and uh, not trying to copy, but trying to understand why is it working and what should we do in our case uh, to work and to have the, the success and the reach that that brand has. And so uh, he decided to start his own project. I, uh, I joined him in a very, very early stage uh, when we started to uh, understand exactly what we are we're going to need as tools uh, to become strong, to have, uh, to can give uh, uh, answers in all the fields of digital marketing. Uh, and, and that's where we started. It was uh, before the pandemic. It was 2017, probably. Um, and we've been developing developing since and we are starting to uh, to be more and more uh, uh, big and when i say big it's not mm -hmm. like a big dimension but uh, more uh, specialized and having uh, a person specialized for a certain type of service uh, and uh, that can work around the dentistry area and the health area Mm -hmm. So let's take let's take things a little bit more to the dentistry uh, field. What do you think is the role of digital marketing nowadays in dentistry? Okay, because it plays an important role, right? Yeah, I think it plays an important role in every area, of course. But uh, more focusing on on dentistry, I think it's I think the paradigm is changing. So uh, before, uh, if you wanted to find the dentist. You, you would look for a reference, a referenciation. You would look for uh, a friend or uh, someone of your family to tell you, oh, I go to that doctor and that doctor uh, is very good. And you wouldn't have uh, many choice. You would go to it and it would either be good or, or either be bad. But nowadays, clinics have the opportunity to show themselves digitally. And now me as a user, as a consumer, I can make my decision informed. I can look on Google, I can follow different uh, clinics and social medias, and I can decide where I want to go because nowadays I can look at clinical cases, for example, uh, which for me is the, the, the prime content that a doctor or a clinic should, should share. And, and I can tell, okay, that doctor, uh, I love those clinical cases because uh, the teeth look supernatural. I love the results. So I want to be uh, treated by him. Or uh, I, I'm not looking at the final result, but I can see that that doctor is very friendly. Uh, he explains everything and I can see through their uh, social media. And I'm a little bit afraid of dentists and I don't feel comfortable. And I feel that if I go to that clinic, uh, I will feel comfortable and everyone will make me feel good. So I decided. So I think that the, the digital marketing role uh, for uh, clinics is that they can show themselves of uh, what they really are. 
uh, and uh, and uh, help people decide if they want to be uh, a patient or not. That's that, that, that's uh, first of all, John. Thank you so much for coming. And and uh, and I think this will be an episode where people will are very interested because I mean. Uh, like you were saying, uh, uh, some of the things that you said were, were, were quite interesting, which is, you, you said it was the beginning of social media, and then you said, well, it is still, it still are, because it, I think that you agree that we are still riding the beginning of a wave, isn't it? We are, we, we, we have this monster in our hands, this, this with huge possibilities, and we are just starting to, 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 to figure out how it works. So, so I think it's very interesting for not only for ladies, but for anyone. And also something very interesting that you said was um, you said that uh, basically you, you classified, I mean, you, you gave two chances why uh, uh, the public may, may be attracted to a dentist. One of them is, okay, I want to go to the clinical case. The result is very natural. And like you, like you said, and this is a very interesting, and, and I think that everybody should hear this, which is, you as a marketing agent, you said that the primest content of a dentist should be the clinical cases. That's your, in your opinion. But of course, for, for, some, for, for uh, some audience, also the friendliness, the friendliness, the friendliness, <laughs> sorry, my, but, but how friendly the, the, the dentist is, is also something that can eventually attract the, 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 the public. So, um, the question is, do you think that all dentists should be present in social media nowadays? That's one part of the question. And the second part is to try to show dentists that are listening to this that they can be who they are. I mean, there are several ways of placing yourself out there. It depends on how eventually on how comfortable you are. If you want to go more into clinical case, that's one thing. If you want to show how friendly you are, that's another thing, right? And, and I'm sure there are some other possibilities. So, so do you think that that everybody everybody should be present on social media, or do you think that uh, um, it's just uh, it's just something that only for a few dentists, or you think that everybody? irrespectively of their financial capacity or the, 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 the budget that they have for marketing, they should be present in social media? It's a good question. Uh, I think yes. And I think you should be present on social media if, even if you're a doctor or in any area. I should be more present in social media if I want to, to be more present, if I want to show myself more, if I want to, to grow. Uh, but it, it will always depend on your personality, of course. But social media gives us this ability where they give you a platform, they give you some rules, and you have to go by those rules. You cannot do some things. Uh, you have to, to, to publish in some specific formats they give you. But you can transform and you can adapt yourself to those uh, type of formats, and you can be yourself. Uh, so uh, you don't need to be... Uh, you don't have, I think most of... Uh, uh, probably most of the dentists and everyone that would like to have the benefits of being uh, in social media, and but they are afraid to start because they think, oh no, but I'm not, uh, I don't want to show off, or uh, I don't want to show uh, um, this side of me because I don't need it. Uh, okay, you don't, you don't need that, and but you also don't need to show off. And I think that you can. Uh, create a strategy that goes along with your values, with uh, your ethics, and you can do a strategy where you can simply inform people, look, this is me, I'm Dr. X, and uh, I'm like this, and I want to showcase what I do, I want to showcase uh, what what is my personality and how I treat my patients. And 
if you have to do it or if I advise, or not if I advise, if I think everyone should be, no, you don't have to be. But then again, uh, if you are not, you're losing a big opportunity and, and you will always be depending on other people to bring you more 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 patience and 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 more business uh but of course referenciation is very important but i think it's difficult to live only of the, of uh, referenciation it can be uh, enough for uh, a part of the journey the start where you start having your first patients but if you want if you have the ambition to be bigger if you want to to reach more people to treat more people then you have to to invest a little bit in your communication. As I was saying before, uh, we, uh, Constant Circle as an agency, uh, from the beginning to here, we didn't invest a lot in um, uh, in showcasing us and, and yes. in our own marketing. But now that we see that we have the ability to, to have an impact uh, on organizations, we want to impact more organizations and we want to spread more our knowledge and uh, and have more partners and, and, and grow bigger. And to do that, we need to reach more people. Uh, it's as simple as that. And just to, to conclude, Sometimes I think we shouldn't uh, look at social media or digital marketing as uh, I want to show off uh, again, but more like I want to reach more people. I want to, I have here a platform to, to, if I like doing dentistry, if I think that my mission is a good thing on earth and and, uh, helping more patients is something that brings me joy, let me try to to help more patients because that will bring me more joy and make the world a, a better place. And, and it's very interesting what you said about the, because I think usually that the, we are reluctant to, so, I mean, we are not we are reluctant, but I think that social media has, has already gone a, a long way, right? And it's not the same as it was like a few years ago where like you were saying, oh, I don't want to show off because I, 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 all, I, I always believe that we all suffer from an imposter syndrome, isn't it? I mean, am I worth? What am I worth to be here talking social media? Or am I good enough to be showing case? Or who am I to be saying these things on social media? And, and it's very interesting that what you said, which is, I mean, it, it's not about showing off. And sometimes it's, it's just about uh, being who you are, isn't it? I mean, this is who I am. Uh, and I, I can be completely different or not from, from other people. It depends, but this is who I am. And also, I, I also think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but... Okay, and you are quite cautious and say, well, I think you should be, but if you don't want to be, you cannot be. But the thing is that let's imagine that someone talks to me about a dentist, right? Um, okay, someone refers me a dentist. I'm not a dentist, I'm a patient. And I just go and see, I just search it. I, I eventually, I, and I find myself today, sometimes the first search that I do is not even on Google. It's guess where? Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> Isn't it? Sometimes sometimes that's where I do my my search. I search on Instagram. And if I don't find it, mm, there's something strange, isn't it? I mean, why is this guy on social media? Why isn't she on social media? Because everybody uh, wants to, 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 it's not that, that that should be, but I think that being on Instagram or being on Facebook, is just like an extension of the culture, let's say, of or an expression of the culture of your company. And also, like you said, many patients also go to the dentist, not because of the clinical cases, but also because of the energy. Uh, just like Simon Sinek says, that, that people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it, right? 
So the way that you are in your culture also has an impact on that. Wouldn't you agree on that? I mean, so socialism is not only for, not only to sell more, not only to attract more patients, but to make a, a stand, to make a stance of who you are. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes I say that that's the, the the digital platforms you have. They are an extension of your physical uh, uh, place, your physical uh, business. Okay. So, and uh, if you don't appear on Google, if you, or if you, we have a a very basic uh, joke on digital marketing, that if if you appear on the, the second page of Google, you might as well. That no one will find you. Uh, it's it's a, a basic joke, but and and it's like that. If if I'm going to if someone recommends me a doctor, the first thing I'm going to do is to search for it on Google, and uh, and I will take my my judgments, which I'm not a specialist on the case uh, on the the area. I don't know anything about dentistry, and I'm a, I'm just a person that is trying to to find a doctor, and I, I'm going to judge it by what i see by their instagram if and I, I will judge simple things i will not judge uh maybe what the person is doing or what he or she is eating but maybe i can i will have an impression or of if the person is perfectionist if it's rigorous if it has attention to detail and all that kind of things maybe they are entering us in a, a to our mind without we even understanding it but are things that are influencing us to wanting to be a, a patient of that doctor or not. So um, for me, that's why it's, it's very important that you show, uh, and more, that it's, more than selling your product, like uh, here, he, here is your treatment to, to solve your dental problems. Uh, we have a promotion or uh, to have that kind of, of marketing. I think that's, it's very important that you work on your branding and uh, that you show yourself, your culture, as you were saying, and your values uh, in a right way, in a precise, in a, a detailed and perfectionist way. Um, uh, João, without getting uh, too technical, but of course, and you uh, already said uh, a lot of things uh, and you, you already mentioned strategy uh, a lot of times. So, but all of that, all that strategy, um, defining your uh, image, your brand, your values, all, all of that, um, the, the main goal will be uh, to, to grow your business uh, through digital marketing. How can you really grow your practice, your dental clinic, or, or even if you don't have to be a business a clinic owner, right? If you are, can be a freelance dentist and, and have a digital marketing strategy to for patients to 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 know you as a as a as a dentist how can you really grow your your dental uh, practice through digital marketing of course in a sustainable in a sustainable way yeah uh, so uh, my advice is that you do it step by step and that you define very well your objectives okay so uh, what do you want first of all uh, you want are you opening a new clinic uh, you want to, are you, do you have a clinic and you want to sell more to more people? Do you have a clinic, but you want to increase your prices and you want to have a more premium positioning? So, and for all those strategies uh, or for all those objectives, you can define a strategy. And first of all, you have to ask yourself, 
what do you want? And asking and questioning is always the base for any any strategy of any sort. Okay. So, and I always like to do this exercise and uh, going a little bit back, it's like, okay, so you want to sell to more people? Okay. So if you want to sell to more people, you need to reach more people. Okay. You have to, to work on your reach. You have to be present in uh, more channels. You have, if you want to to have a budget for uh, uh, publicity where you can uh, pay Google or Facebook, the the known Facebook and Google ads, uh, to have more reach and grow, uh, have a bigger audience. Uh, do you want to raise your prices? Then you need to create authority. Okay, if you if you have a really cool website, uh, and when I say cool, it's it's very detailed that has a lot of information and that you show that what you're doing is is being well done, that you're changing people's lives, and then you create your authority, you can raise your prices, okay? And if you want to sell more often to the same person, uh, there's always the, the cases where you have a, a patient and you... Uh, you say, that patient hasn't come here like for two or three years. That can't happen. You need to have patients that come to your clinic at least twice a year to make sure that that, that everything is okay, that... Uh, because prevention is is always the best uh, uh, the best treatment, you know. And and if if the customers is coming to your clinic uh, a lot or uh, those times, that is, is going to be uh, good for you. And then you have to be present. You have to be reminding them you, either if it's through social media, if it's through email marketing, that hey, I'm here. I'm your uh, I'm your dentist or I'm your clinic and. Uh, Prevent yourself from uh, uh, being in a, a position where you have bad uh, uh, oral health. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, yeah. So, so, John, I was even, I think it was yesterday that I was listening to something from Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm sure that you know him. <laughs> yeah. And he, was saying, and he was saying, someone asked him the question, which is, um, how many people are working for him for just for the social media content? And he says that only for my personal social media content, I have 25 people working full-time for me. But he said, well, but that is now because of the first nine years, he did it all alone. So my question to you is, do you think that all the practices need a social media expert? Because, for example, I find myself, one of my dental nurses, she, she studied um, design. And, uh, and the, what I see is that I think that we are coming uh, into a, an era where I think that virtually every small business will have to have someone uh, dedicated to, uh, to, to that. That's one hand. On the other hand, I also think that the owner and the person responsible for the culture is probably the, the, the most well-positioned person to create the content on social media or just to manage social media. What, is, what are your thoughts on there? What, what are, what's your advice on that? For people that are starting and for people that, are, that, are, that, have, a more, uh, that have less time now. Okay, so I think that, first of all, you should see what is easier for you. And you have to create a workflow that allows you to to do things and to think about your objectives and think about your strategy and do it without being uh, a big pain, okay? So if you're a dentist, if I was a dentist and, and having my, my experience of what I, what I, I watched uh, my, in my professional career as a, a digital marketeer working with dentists, uh, what I would do first was, okay, so I, I have patients sitting on my, on my chair. Um, I have my clinic. 
I have a, a super great, uh, an awesome uh, photo camera. So what can I do that doesn't bring me a lot of pain and that I can do it easily? And I would start by photographing my clinical cases, the before and the after. That's the first thing. And we already talked about how important it is. And that simple thing, that, that seems so simple, but it, it doesn't happen. Uh, and a lot of people don't do it. So if you're doing it, and if you're doing it right with uh, perfectionism and with uh, effort, you're a big step ahead of almost all your competition, okay? Because everyone is trying to adapt and no one knows where to start. Uh, and then you have your clinic, uh, you have people working for you and you can also work with them and try to make good content. So you have to think, what does my audience want from me? I'm, I'm a professional, I'm a certified dentist, I have a lot of information that is useful uh, to people. What can I do? To, to, to get the, that information to my target. And the simple uh, recording of a video of you talking about what for you is super simple may be a big help for someone that doesn't understand the problem. Uh, like, why do I have... Uh, what is... Uh, what can uh, the lacking of tooth do to my oral health in the, in the future or in the long term? I don't know the answer. I'm a, I'm a normal person. I'm not a dentist. I don't know. I think that uh, not having a tooth is just uh, eye aesthetics and a little bit discomfort eating. But no, there's a lot of uh, implications in, in that thing. And you as a dentist, and if you want to start uh, um, having your pre uh, digital presence, and if you want to start getting ahead of your competition, focus on doing content that is easy for you and that you co you can show to your your people uh, I w that that would be my my best advice is that focus on content don't focus on techniques of mm, uh, uh, how can i do ads or how can i uh, and what hour is the best hour to 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 post uh, on my social media don't think about that details that will come later and that will come when you have the opportunity to work with someone specialized start by doing what you do best which is your work, uh, talking about your work, talking about the importance of your work, uh, and showing your your work. Actually, focus on your work. I think that's the best advice. Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting what you what you, what you said. I I have to 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 confess that I was expecting. Uh, uh, and again, uh, judgment, right? <laughs> um, a, a totally different answer from you. I was expecting you to answer that question. Yes, every dental clinic needed a, a digital marketing expert, and you didn't say that. So, <laughs> no. thank you, thank you. I think it's very um, uh, refreshing. At what point do you think that external external help is needed? Mm -hmm. Like like in dentistry, I think that uh, marketing is also uh, going through that way. That you uh, master of all, like, like people that know everything, they, they don't uh, now they, they don't serve. So uh, you need yeah. someone specialized in each and everything. So if you're a dentist before, you would do uh, aesthetics, you would do rehabilitation, yeah. you would do oral hygiene, and yeah, you are a dentist, you should do that. Now, no, you know that if you want to give your uh, your patients the best treatment they can have, and if you're a dentist, you should work with that goal, then you have to ally yourself with someone that works all day uh, oral hygiene, someone that works all day rehabilitation, someone that works all day aesthetics. And that way, and with a multidisciplinary team which can work together, is where you can you can uh, have the best results for your, for your patients. 
So in digital marketing, it's the same thing. Uh, when I started digital marketing, I started doing everything uh, because I wanted to be everything. And then I realized as the, when you grow older and you, you start knowing more things that, well, I can't do anything, everything well. Uh, I don't have the time. I only have eight hours a day. If I respect my, my free time, I only have eight hours a day to, to, to be a good professional. So I might as well focus on what I do good. And I'm going to uh, get along with a person that is very well doing the other stuff. So answering the question, if a clinic needs to have a partner, my question is, yeah, and uh, you uh, going back, you asked if a, a clinic should have a social media expert. No, they should have an entire team of experts working to them in a, a way that is a win-win situation for both, okay? So, uh, and that also answers a question that could be made, that is, uh, should I hire someone to my clinic, a digital marketing uh, expert to my clinic, or should I hire an agency? It depends. If you're a very big group, if you have the means to, to create uh, a good department, a solid department that has someone specialized on producing content, that has someone specialized on uh, on uh, uh, making your your working on your performance online, and someone specialized on your website and making sure that everything is okay. And you have someone that has experience to make a strategy uh, that that allows you to win and to reach your goals. Then you sh you don't need to to hire an agency. You should uh, make your team. But if you're uh, a smaller a smaller clinic or a normal clinic, as as we might say, and you want to have a strong digital marketing, for me personally, and it's not because I have a, a digital marketing agency, I think you should ally yourself with a team of experts, uh, even though they are not working on your business uh, full time. The, the, the union or uh, the making up of their knowledge and the time that they can give you uh, will always be better for for your business. Uh, it's it's my it's my view. Of course, that can be di different views on it. But I think that hiring someone like okay, I'm a, I'm going to hire a, a marketing person, and this person is going to be the the all uh, all around and is going to do everything. Ah, I doubt I doubt that that there is th this marketeer that can do everything as good as a team that uh, everyone is working uh, specialized. Yeah, because as, as you said, even even digital marketing is, I mean, it's 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 complex, it's huge, and there are so many different platforms. I mean, it's image, there's video, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's LinkedIn. And on top of that, I mean, Instagram now and Instagram six months ago is different, isn't it? I mean, everything is changing all the time. Yeah. There's always yeah. updates and yeah. Yeah, you, you touched a very important, a very important uh, aspect, and something that we now have the ability to do that is to have time to think, and to have time to be informed, and to have time to go to congresses and to to read, and that is something that is uh, super important, not only in our area, uh, in dentistry, I believe also. And as we were saying before, if now I don't have to do oral hygiene, uh, aesthetics, rehabilitation, now I can focus only on, on a specific area, I have more time. And if you have more time, you can uh, be aware of what's new, new techniques, new techniques, uh, everything. The new materials you can use, you can search for a better uh, uh, dental implants provider, and you can, in the end of the day, have a better uh, 
deliver a better a better result. So we, as a digital marketing agency, we have this thing that we have someone specialized in each of the different services we have. We work as a team and we are eight hours just like doing our job and sending new um, new information, uh, new technologies. Now we have the AI revolution and everyone in the agency is competing uh, to see who brings the new uh, the new software that does this better. So, of course, that's if we are a digital marketing agency, we have this uh, environment and this culture that allow us to be always or try to be because it's a, it's a super fast-paced uh, environment, but to always be as 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 on top of things as we can. As surely and in a, in a dental clinic, you also do that by by having people always bring new knowledge to to the clinic, which. And one single dentist in a clinic that has his own cabinet can't compete. He will not have time to compete. He will not have time to 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 to, to study. He will not have time to go to to congresses and to and to make networking and and to and to share uh, his experience with different colleagues from different areas. Exciting times that we are living yeah. now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So. Digital marketing can help dentists and dental clinics uh, increase their visibility and attract new patients. But, and you already touched, of course, some some of some of uh, the the components strategy aligning with a uh, good strategy aligned with uh, the values of the dentist or, or of the clinic. But I would like you to um, to talk. How do we make sure that? Uh, we attract the right kind of patients because uh, not all patients are, are 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 the same. So how do you make sure that uh, we attract the right kind of patients, the patients that serve our clinic that we want uh, in our in our clinic? <laughs> That's a very difficult question, and it's a question that we deal a lot because uh, since we are. Uh, the, the, the the players that put you in contact, you, your clinic and a doctor with your target, with your audience, how can we segmentate? How can we go to the right persons? And there's always limitations to it. There's always difficult. But the first thing we ask ourselves is what is the right patient? Okay. It's a patient from a, a different uh, uh, social class. It's a patient that has these problems, and I'm a special. I'm specialized in uh, treating people with this problem. So, first of all, what do we want to attract? And my first, we have to look inside. What is my clinic? What is my positioning? And who do I want to reach? Am I a, a clinic that has a lot of treatments and I can do everything, or am I a clinic that is very specialized in aesthetics or very specialized in uh, rehabilitation or in kids in odontopediatria? I don't know if it's said in English like that. And uh, first of all, we have to decide it. And then how can we reach that everyone needs dental treatments? So if we are a clinic that has uh, uh, all the areas, uh, we shouldn't be worried about who we reach. We want to reach everyone. But I think it's not how we reach the the the... The, the people we want is how do we attract the people we want and if we focus on giving and on having a good pre, um, presence a good positioning we will end up uh, attracting the people we want to our clinic but i think that question sometimes brings us to some some questions that is like mm, i i just want this type of people on my clinic i don't think we sh we should try not to to 
to differentiate ourselves like that. We are, uh, in the end of the day, clinics are health providers, and I think everyone deserves the, the right to health. Of course, dentistry has peculiar uh, things. Sorry, sorry that, that's a very interesting point of view. We are, uh, and it's quite fresh. Sorry to interrupt you. I don't no want you to lose. I, I just wanted to to make a note here because it's even myself. I, I, I think that we as dentists, we always try to see. Okay, this is the best kind of patient for myself. But as you were saying, I don't think it's sustainable to focus on only one type of patient, right? Because because I think that you will. Yes, you, 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 of course that you may have like a premium segment and stuff like that. But even premium practices, you will eventually treat up every kind of social uh, type of patient, financial type of patient. So it, I think it's a very interesting view that what you're saying, that you should not focus too much on segmentation of people because at the end of the day, uh, we are a healthcare provider and you have a responsibility to do the, the best that you can for, for, the, people, for the, the patient that is in front of you. Of course, and 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 if you and I think more than that, you should focus on proving your value, because if you prove your value, people will be able to to afford it. Okay, and in Portugal, where dentistry is not so much participated as different areas of 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 medicine, you have to prove your value, because if if you don't prove your value, your target, as you say, will go to a different clinic. So I would focus more on what can I give, and eventually. People will will buy my my my, my service or, or or my care. Uh, so yeah, basically this. And I think it's contradictory when people are like, mm, I just want people very well to go to my clinic uh, because those people are the ones that will be able to to afford my treatments because I do uh, high value treatments. I don't think that's 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 a good starting point uh, to, to 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 a strategy uh, because first of all, I think that sometimes uh, the a bad oral hygiene or people not having a good hygiene can be associated with people that are not so fin financially well. That is, that is studied, and and I think that that is something that happens. But uh, oral problems happen in all of the the, the tracts of social, all, all social class. So more than specifying, I want that type of uh, of uh, of patient. I think it's there's a problem that I can solve. Let me prove as better as I can that I can solve that problem. And there will always uh, be appearing people that have that problem and want your solution. So focusing on giving a good solution to a problem in society and yeah and more than i want to reach that target because sometimes that target is not where you think it is you know? okay uh so and, and again that, that was a very interesting view and it, it, it really changed some things inside i think that we all knew deep inside that that we should feel yeah. that way but sometimes mm -hmm. we, we try to believe I that was... oh, yeah. I was actually thinking, João, do you have to explain that to all of dentists? <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Do you have to explain to all the dentists that you work with? You have to change that uh, the way that they see things? Yeah, Just like yeah. to explain that to us now? Yeah, and, not and, one thing. Yeah, one Sorry. thing is like we, we are always talking about this analogy between the hairdresser and the dentist. And with all due respect with that dressing, it, it's a different kind of service because health is one thing and cosmetics is maybe a different thing. I mean, you as a healthcare provider, you have the ethical and the moral obligation to treat and to do the best that you possibly can 
health-wise to the person that is in front of you, irrespectively, irrespectively of their financial situation. That, that's one way to see it. But not only that, like you were saying, is that um, I mean, if it, 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 it's it's also not about the financial capacity of the patient because sometimes, and we see a lot that in practices. We have patients that make a huge financial effort to, to take care of their dentition, like a huge financial effort. And we also see people that arrive on Porsches or high-end cars that actually they spend very little on dentistry because they don't value it. So I think it's a very important insight to realize that you should, like you were saying, you just prove your value, show, do the best that you can, and irrespectively of the social target or the financial target that, that you are seeing. Exactly. And I think that if you want, but it's normal that when you conceive your clinic or your business, even it's a restaurant or if it's a clinic, of course, you always think of your target and you start imagining, mm, I just want this type of people to be here or uh, that's what I want to see when I uh, pass on the reception. But uh, if you want to work on that and I'm not judging it, okay. And as we are saying, I think we should have the re the, the responsibility to uh, me, I'm not saying me, but doctors should have the responsibility to have the thinking that oral care or uh, health care should be granted to everyone. But if you want to work on a positioning, if you want to work on having a certain environment in your clinic, don't think about your target. Think about yourself. Start by having a, a, a team that is super nice. Uh, because sometimes you're like, mm, I just want to have super nice people in my in my clinic, but then you're grumpy and you treat badly your team and uh, everything is uh, deorganized. So before you're thinking about how can I reach my special target that is super special for my clinic, uh, think about what can I do to create a culture, an environment that attracts the type, the type of people that I want in my clinic. So uh, when when my, my clients come to me and say, mm, Jean, we are, we are not reaching uh, the right target because uh, people that are uh, are calling want uh, whatever that I don't have or they want a discount, whatever. I say, okay, let's go some steps backward and let's see what are we communicating because maybe we are not communicating right because we are attracting uh, the wrong people. Uh, maybe we should try and uh, let's do a video uh, explaining better what we do and what is the value. Because if we explain better the value of our treatments, maybe there are not going to be so many people calling us and wanting uh, uh, cheap uh, treatments because they will, they will understand the value of our treatments. So before thinking about let's reach the right target, let's think about how can we uh, transmit the right message because then the right target will understand the right message. That was very good. We have to make a meme on the last, yes. on the last two minutes of this one. Yes. I think it's going to be our, uh, the clip that? of our show. It's yeah. going to be uh, what you just nice said before. And, and it's uh, very interesting because it's actually what uh, me and Jordan Andre always say. You should uh, uh, care about your team. You should care about... Uh, making your house your clinic exactly. uh, uh, run your clinic well and um, and and then the patients will uh, will come so the house has to be uh, a sustainable one so that everything has to match so we usually make this question what is more important your team or your patients and uh, and we believe it's the team so if uh, if there's confidence and it's a good team a good connection in the team then the patients will feel that and everyone is is happy
Yeah. And I was, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Joao. No, I, I was just going to add that and uh, we are in the US before uh, uh, Manuela, uh, that if my, my clients ask me this or talk about this and uh, we as, I always try to say that we as a digital marketing agency, we are not your business and we are not in your clinic and we don't decide what you are. Okay, so we are just a means. Uh, like we just are a, 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 a group. We just use what you are, and we give him give it to people in the best way we can, uh, with the best practices, with the best uh, with the best uh, quality I can. But I'm not going to be there and be uh, nice to your patients. I'm not going to be there and and put your veneers it's you it's your work it's your company it's your values i'm just going to to pass that uh, the best way i can to 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 your users okay so sometimes when people start like mm, i want to attract more or i want to, to 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 have different things i'm like okay let's think let's let's start from the core let's start from your clinic and what can we do to improve it yeah that, that, that's that's a very interesting especially from 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 marketing ages because we always believe that the marketing guys are on one side and the, 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 the good dentist here is on the other side. I mean, we have to oversimplify things and that's exactly what you're saying. It is, you have to focus on yourself and then you have to, and then the right people will come. Right. Uh, so very interesting. And um, another question, and I always have this preconceived and we, we always have bias, right? And I am a guy with a lot of bias regarding marketing. I mean, uh, because, and usually I tell my story regarding marketing. I always looked at marketing as something, well, you are just fooling people, just showing showing uh, uh, who you are not. And of course, that's not marketing, right? But um, we see a lot, we see a lot of marketing. Uh, I don't know if that's called marketing, but we do see a lot of fake poses, um, of unauthentic uh, uh, videos that you clearly see that uh, there's a mismatch between who that person is and the message that they are trying across. I mean, there's this dissonance, you know. I mean, there's this guy, but you clearly see that's completely fake, that makes no sense. And sometimes you even know the person and you know is exactly the opposite of what he's saying, you know. Uh, or, or even sometimes, uh, and, and sometimes I even laugh, and I, I have to admit that, which is like uh, some dentist out of the office just, I mean, walking or drinking a coffee, saying, oh, look at this beautiful day, look at this amazing, I mean, something that clearly makes no sense for me, because I look at that, and maybe it's just because, maybe it's just me, I mean, I, I'm like, I mean, who the fuck believes in this, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> This makes no sense to me. Would I ever go to a dentist because of this? Because this is com this smells completely fake. But on the other hand, I have to admit that for some patients, it, oh, there's the most human part of this dentist, right? So uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I also think that the audience can smell the lack of authenticity. That's that's my point of view. I mean, whenever something is not authentic, people are getting more and more. Uh, accurate in terms of filtering, uh, because social media in one year ago is not the same social media as now, because you are being sold so many things. And what is this guy trying to sell me, right? So I think that authenticity plays a big role here. So wh what's your take on that? I mean, do you agree that sometimes people um, 
overrule the authenticity? And do you need to do that? And is that is that a strategy that makes sense? That, that's a, a really good question. Uh, so. Um, dentists are not influencers okay so they they their profession is not to uh, to influence people and to to post on social media so of course that if they want to be present and they know the benefits of being present and sometimes it's difficult for them to to, to be genuine and, and to and to and to make a, a good a good social media, okay but we have to understand the rules of the game. And in each channel that we are, we have to know what works better and what doesn't work so, so, so better. So when we are in Instagram, people want to see a little bit of a story. They want to see a story from the person or the, the, the company that you're following. So uh, I think that dentists, when we, when we try to, to, to have a, a, a dentist that is uh, famous on social media or that has that cre can create an impact, we, all, we always have to think that it's not 100% uh, genuine. So even me, I don't have a, a, per a digital personality in my Instagram. I have my own Instagram for my friends. But if I'm going to do a post, not that I do posts, but if I'm going to do a post, I'm going to think about what I'm writing because what I'm writing, it's going to be published, it's going to be online, and it's going to be seen and, and judged by different people. So, of course, that's we should try to focus on being authentic and try to, to be as much as ourselves as we are uh, on, on social media. But sometimes it can happen that we are trying to be something that we are not. Or, and uh, uh, with the work that I've been doing with some doctors, at it, it's not that they are showing something that they are not. They just don't have the ability uh, to to be themselves in front of the camera or to record a video or to, to, to express themselves right uh, by writing. It, it, it depends from people to people. There's people that are going to be genuine and people that are not going to be genuine. But in the end, of course, we don't want that the message uh, to be perceived as fake or a hoax. So we want to be as more genuine as possible, but it, it's difficult. It's, and many times people are adapting and they don't know how to do it. And uh, we have yeah. to try to, to help. Yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. So on that line of thought, so when you start to work with a client, uh, which sort of information? I mean, I mean, I think it's like a dentist. You do, you 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 gather data, you do a good diagnosis, you go home, you think about it, and then you present the treatment. I think it's more or less the same way, right? So, uh, what is the curiosity about that client? What what do you try to understand about the client? What are the questions that you ask, the direct questions, and also um, here that no one's listening to us, do you also try to gather some information? On through the back door or something like it. I mean, who is really this guy? I mean, do you do some research yourself? How how does that work? <laughs> okay, uh, starting by the, the first question, uh, I want to know as much as I can. Okay, uh, if I want to 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 do a good strategy, and I've, if if I'm going to be responsible uh, to showcase a person, uh, a, a life, or a, okay, uh, a career, I need to know as much as possible. And some things I will ask, other things I will see. If I, I I look at clinical cases all day. When I see clinical case nowadays, I can do my judgment on either the doctor, it's good or not at some treatment, and I will do it. But I want to see exactly what are the strengths and what are the weaknesses of my client, okay? And 
having that data and understanding exactly what are their strengths and what are their weaknesses, I'm going to make the strategy based on that. Because if I want to communicate it, I will not communicate his bad side. I will try to understand what is happening and not focus on that. And then we, we, we most of the times we become very, very uh, close and we discuss that kind of things. But uh, I, I try to understand as much possible what is the business model, what are their objectives, what they want and what are their strengths and their weaknesses. So I can, I can do uh, the right assessment. Uh, what has been done before that didn't work? I have, have no problems in, in asking what has been done and what happened, what was good, because if it was good, I'm going to, 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 to use it, okay? If it's not good, I'm going to search for a different strategy, okay? So um, I don't know if I answered what you were, were asking for, but uh, I want to know as much information uh, yeah, possible and to ask the more questions I, uh, I, I need. And it's not only from the dentist, if you, are, if you are representing a dental clinic, it's also from the staff. Uh, yeah. So not only from the, the, the dentist that owns the practice, you also talk with the staff from the clinic? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we also do consulting. So th there's here a thing that's it's very important that most of these clinics and these doctors, they are not ready to have digital marketing. So a thing that we started to understand that was happening, it was that we were doing a good strategy and they were receiving good data, good uh, a lot of interested uh, patients, etc. But then they were not ready for that uh, that good su that success on that department because other things were not uh, working well. So we have and we don't just do digital marketing for them nowadays. We do this integrated uh, proposal that. We are going to give you digital marketing and we are going to uh, tell you how you can use that digital marketing to benefit you. And that is very important because if we are only just uh, uh, a service provider that is like, okay, so you want uh, more leads and you want more patients, okay, here it is. And I don't do nothing. I know that I'm going to be working with that client no, no more than three months. But happily, and uh, I think it's the, the, methodol the methodology that we, 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 we introduce at Constant Circle, we try to be as close as we can to, to, to the doctors, try to talk to them as much as we can, and try to understand what is working, what is not working, and then we can, we can help them, and, and we can make long-lasting relations. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Imagine you, you have a young dentist, and I, 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 I mean, a young dentists nowadays, they, uh, they already for sure uh, know how to manage uh, uh, social media, and they are already aware of the power of uh, digital uh, marketing. Um, but what would you say to, your, to a young dentist that would ask you, okay, how do I brand myself as, as a dentist? Outside, uh, he's just out of the university, and he, he has to start um, a, a new phase on social media as the dentist, as doctor, uh, whatever. So, how? What is your advice? How do I brand myself as a dentist? Okay, I think the first advice I would give him is don't be afraid. Okay, so don't uh, wait for the right moment. Start doing it. Okay, but start doing it with 
heads with your heads and with all your your parts okay so think about uh, what you're doing and try to be and uh, getting what uh, George was saying before be genuine don't try to be something that you're not okay so you're you're a 25 year old dentist you're not someone that has a lot of experience you're not someone that's already changed a lot of lives don't try to be that okay you're someone that is learning so my suggestion is focus again what is your content? What can you give to your uh, to your community? If you're a young dentist, I would be focused on, okay, I want to show everyone that I'm a young dentist that is super interested in becoming a better dentist so I can in the future be of a good uh, uh, service for, for my community and for everyone that comes to my clinic. So I would... I would uh, tell that uh, this week I had the opportunity wor to work closely with this doctor who has a lot of experience and I, I learned a lot from them. Uh, not be afraid of saying that I'm still learning. And I think every doctor and, and me myself as a digital marketer, I will always be learning. But my, 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 my advice is that for them to not wait for the right time to start. So they start, okay? And admit where you, what is your face and, and tell people genuine information about you. Because I'm not expecting that a 25-year-old dentist, as I was saying before, is the best doctor there is. No, I'm expecting from them is that, okay, that guy is super young, but he's super interested. He's always uh, going to conferences. He's always working with the best dentist. And 10 years from now, when he's 35, that's my dentist. That's the dentist I want to go. And that's how you start to start to growing the community, and that's how you start investing in your future. Okay, I think that a lot of times people think, okay, I'm going to do digital marketing, and I'm going to be growing a lot. No, you're investing in the future. Okay, uh, you're investing in the doctor you're going to be in five or ten years. So don't uh, wait for the right moment because if you only start when you're a good dentist. No one will know you and no one will believe that you're a good dentist because you haven't shook it before. What's your, uh, what's your uh, uh, history? It's not true because you, you can try to prove it, of course. And I'm not saying that someone that is going to start at 30 or 40 or just starting now at five, 50 uh, can't prove their value. But I'm just saying that if you start now at 25, you will have, you will have a, a, an advance over your competition. That, 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 that's very interesting and it makes perfect sense. So before the last question, I would just like to ask you a question, which is, there was something that you said that, that I find really important, which is you do some sort of consultancy because sometimes you just, okay, so you bring a lot of leads, lots of people are calling to the practice. They are just filling up the formularies or the, 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 the forms in okay. the website. But then the receptionist, is not at the same level or with the same culture of the marketing or you just don't you are just booking patients in like one month ahead or two months ahead or if the patient comes in no one is prepared i mean there is no there's no seduction to the patient there's no attraction there's no comfort the waiting room is 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 not comfortable there's a long uh, you just go there you book an appointment and the patient is waiting one hour right i think that's the kind of things that you are saying that it makes no sense to attract patients and then things do not go right so for example i i'm not i eventually if you want to think about uh bringing something for veneers you just want to maybe like do a mock-up or have like a nice conversation i mean so so what kind of without getting too much into details what what kind of of Give me some examples of, of, of types of consultation that you give, providing or you just want to make sure that the leads that you bring to the practice will 
um, be having the same service that they would expect from the social media content. Okay, I'll try to, I'm thinking of, a, of an example, but the, the one you touched is very important. The, the, recept, the, the, the person that is going to call my leads, that is, I think, one of the most important things that happen. And from becoming a lead, a, a person that didn't know your clinic and now knows and now submitted the form and now was contacted to, to schedule an appointment and now he has to go to the appointment or he's going to be a no-show. And now that he was in the appointment, uh, now he's going to receive um, uh, a, b a budget or a treatment plan. Uh, is he going to accept? And he cannot accept or he can accept. And then after doing the plan, he's going to be uh, my patient for a lifetime. That is a journey that always has uh, a conversion rate, okay? There are always people that at some point of the, the journey, they, they quit, okay? And we have to understand what is happening in each of that, uh, that phases and what we try to do. There's a part that is very easy for us to track the performance and from a person that didn't do the clinic until they submit the form. I can see if the ad is doing great because everyone is clicking on the ad. But then uh, when people click on the ad, they go to my landing page or website and they don't submit the form. Okay, the problem is in the form, not on the ad. But it can be a different thing. I can see uh, right away that no one is clicking on the ad. Okay, the problem is not on the website. The problem is on the ad. And then you have to go and see if you're receiving a lot of people interested in your clinic, where is the problem? Where is the, the, the biggest uh, drop of conversion? Because sometimes your receptionist is awesome, is a, a super good reception, and he, uh, she always, or he, he uh, they always uh, uh, schedule, everyone that calls, they can schedule a, a, um, uh, an appointment. Okay, that part is, is perfect. Your receptionist is doing a, a, a great job. But then you have like 80% uh, uh, conversion uh, uh, text of the people that is not showing. You have a lot of no-shows. Okay, the problem is there. What is happen, happening between the time that your receptionist uh, makes an appointment and the people uh, coming to your clinic? There's a gap. And what is happening between? What is the protocol? Do you call it? Do you send an email? Do you make uh, send a message to confirm that the... The, the the person is coming do you include do do you put responsibility to the people to come to your clinic and that's just a short example where we try to 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 go and try to to put our our finger and 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 help and then if we have that data and the first thing we we do when we start working with clinics or doctors is we are going to measure everything from our side, but we need you to measure also. Because if you don't measure uh, your 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 success, if you don't measure if your uh, receptionist is doing a good job, if your dentists uh, are presenting the uh, good uh, treatment plans, then don't come asking for responsibility that my leads are not good. Of course, it's not th this role, but it, yeah. it's it's a teamwork. But yeah, yeah. but. There must be a responsabilization over, because it's very easy when things don't work well to start pointing fingers. And yeah. of course, we as a digital marketeers, uh, we are always the, the, the <laughs> we are the person outside the organization. The, the easy are, target. The yeah. easy target, of course. It's, and I understand perfectly. It's much more easy to I target someone. I spend all someone. this money in the, in, the, in the marketing agency and I have no results. <laughs> of course. The problem is in your own team. It's not ready yeah. Mm -hmm. to, to, to go to a patient that, that's super interesting that you implement those protocols also and eh? those on those yeah. systems it's uh, 
and it's easy to do it in the in the in the in the in the clinic. Do the they accept it well? It's easy to implement. Or, or, or sorry, or do you think? Because sorry to interrupt, Manuel, because uh, you need to have people with allocated time for that just to yeah. to register things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. From the clinic's uh, yeah. side, people to track that. Yeah, we're going to need that people from the... We are not in the clinic, so we're going to need that people from the... We give the the platforms for it, okay? So we have very organized spreadsheets and we have uh, workflows that we implement and we try Workflow, to make it yeah. as easy as possible for the clinic, okay? Mm-hmm. But sometimes there are yeah. cases of where... Yeah, people don't do it, but we try to make it as easy as possible, okay? But uh, and, and answering, Manuel, your question about how do clinics and our clients take it, it's 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 a case of trust, okay? Uh, and uh, when I'm saying this, I'm not saying that we are the best and we always do good strategies and the, the fault is from the clinic. That's not true. Many times, the fault is from our side. Many times, we think of a strategy, we implement it, and it don't work. But we always show it, okay? And that's how we create trust. We have reports, and what we do is, look, Dr. X, we tried this approach. It didn't work. We didn't reach the right audience. The, 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 the problem is, as I was saying before, on the landing page, it was not uh, well built or it didn't work. Or the problem is on the, the, the ads because no one was clicking it. And the results are there. We can't manipulate it. And we say, okay, but we are not coming here without a solution. We are identifying the problem. We are going to make a strategy to 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 overcome this 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 strategy that is not working. So, what what I'm trying to say here is that there can be flaws everywhere. But if we are going to start pointing fingers, let's look at numbers. Let's see let's be our our ad results, our conversion uh, uh, metrics, and let's look at yours. Because what I'm saying that is unfair is when I give. I open my my window to all my results and to all my work and everyone can see and you're a doctor and you're like, hmm, but I think that the ad should be more clicked or I think I should have more leads yeah. or better price. And I, I'm exposing myself to that and I'm willing to say, yeah, you're right. I need to improve. I need to talk to my team and see what I can do better. But you also have to do that because it's not enough to have good results on the digital marketing part. You need to have uh, your organization well-structured uh, to have, if you show me that results, then I can help you with that also, if you want, and if I have the, the ability to, okay? That's very interesting, and I think that's a very important message. So, final question. Um, Facebook or Instagram? No, I'm joking. So, your question, a quick answer. Facebook or Instagram? Isn't not Facebook that already? No, of course no? not. No, no, no. It, it, it's a misconception. Uh, everyone thinks that, but everyone is on Facebook. And I think it's not about a question of uh, Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. They all work uh, towards uh, a strategy and an objective. And mm-hmm. you sh- the, 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 the magic here, I think, is to use each of these platforms for a different objective. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to give you an example. When I want to... Uh, going back, when, when it was not digital, when everything was, was real... Uh, yeah. If I wanted to buy a car, I would not see uh, an, an outdoor with a car that I like, and I would go running to the to the stands and buy the car and be. The, no, I, I would have to uh, to be in contact with the brands in different kinds of uh, of channels and in different kind of ways. I want to see the outdoor, the outdoor that has a beautiful um, 
a picture of the car. I want to see the the the, the channel, the publicity on television that explains me what the car makes me feel, and uh, all these other uh, channels and uh, touches of the brand with me that I'm going, that are going to convince me to buy that car. And in dentistry, in the, in health, in uh, digital marketing for all the 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 areas, it's like that. I want to use Instagram to show my culture and to show how my clinic works and how good uh, the patients will feel in my, in, my, in my clinic. I want to use Facebook because I know that in Facebook people are more willing to get out of the, 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 the network and go to my website to look at my clinical cases or to read more about the treatment they need. So I'll use Facebook and send an article that can uh, bring people to my website because that would be good for me in the future. And then I will have also the Google Ads uh, th- because people already saw uh, that they like my culture on Instagram, they read, uh, they they saw the article on Facebook that uh, uh, brought them to my website, and they read about the team that is going to to be uh, taking my case, and then they search on Google and they're like, ah, yeah, that clinic, yeah, I really love that that team, and I really love that clinic. I want to to make an appointment, and I want to be treated by them and have a good time. It's not like a one-moment attraction, right? It's like a, no. a court. You are courting the... the it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the last question is, I think that you have partially uh, uh, said something about, about it, which is you said that dentists are not influencers, or at least most of them are not influencers. Of course, there are, I mean, there are dentists that are... Their core business is being a dental influence, of course. But uh, what do you think is, is a dental influencer? And, and, and if you think that dentists need to be dental influencers? Yeah, we touched a lot in that point, but I think dentists don't have to be influencers and we don't want dentists to be influencers, okay? But then again, I think they should be uh, willing to showcase their, 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 their quality, okay? Uh, and then they should have people to help them to reach their target in the different uh, channels, as we were saying. So I think that's the, the most in, important thing. And can you repeat the, the other part of the question? Uh, I, I was just saying that, um, yeah, most things, they are not influencers, right? Um, and they don't need to be influencers, as, as you are saying, because I think that, uh, like, like we were talking in the beginning, um, when when a dentist is trying to place themselves in social media, they're they're usually there as well. But I don't want to show off. I mean, but like you were saying, you don't have to be an influencer, right? So so there's a misconception there. Exactly, and you can be as we were saying before the the instagram the facebook the youtube they give you different ways of communicating but they are not saying you have to be like this or like that but then again you can have a strategy where you know that you will reach a broader audience and that you will create empathy with more people and that can be good for you or you can have a strategy that is i want to work a specific uh, uh, target or I want to be like this and, and and I know that I will attract less people but that less people are more important to me is as uh, as we were talking uh, earlier if constant circle our agency if if we are, work only with dentists or if we want to work with everyone we know that being specialized in dentistry and having dentistry in our lives uh, 24/7 and being inside all of these clinics 
we are going to know a little bit more about it and we can be a better solution. So maybe when we do our communication and using ourselves as a, as a case, maybe we should talk directly to, to the, the, the dentist. And when I'm doing that, maybe I'm excluding uh, other, other, uh, other areas. But then again, what is my strategy? What do I want? What are my objectives? And then I, I can make a decision. One one final question, just uh, that has to do with this with with uh, influencers. Just a little bit of a, a provocative. What about dentists working with influencers? Is that good for business? It's <laughs> a good. I never thought about that. It's a good question. Because well, there's a lot. Uh, the, you see it a lot. And what's your, and of course that I'm sure that you have a lot of stories with your clients and you have privacy that, of course, I'm sure about that. But overall, from a, from a generic perspective, do you think it works? Do you think it's for everybody? Is it for a specific kind of dentist? What's your general view on that? In digital marketing and when we are communicating in social media, uh, we have a lot of strategies and we have a lot of things that we try to implement to prove our value. Because I don't know if I'm watching a clinic or a dentist at, at, uh, in social media, I don't know. I never been there. I never talked to the dentist. I never had him uh, working on my smile and I need proof of value. And there yeah. are a lot of things that can be proof of value. Testimonials. When I see online a person that had my problem and now is happy, uh, and she had a great treatment, that would be a proof of value for me. And that would yeah. be good. That will want me to, to be. An influencer is a proof of value. Now, if it depends on the way you work with the influencer. If it's just for show off, if you just want uh, any influencer, you just want reach and you don't do a good job with the influencer, you're just using them to go to the clinic and say, mm, this is a beautiful clinic, blah, blah, blah. It will not work well, and we have this bad experience. But if yeah. you work with an influencer that really goes through your treatment, that have a real testimonial, and it passes yeah. the testimonial to their community, that that is perfect. That is going to be good for your business. Then again, what is behind the the, the message you're telling? Is it a hoax? Is it fake? Is it a show off? Or is it something real? Something that people can watch and touch? Uh, that's the thing. So working with influencers, good or bad. Perfect if done well, as all the other strategies in, in digital marketing. If done well, with a good purpose and with a solid structure, they will work. If they are done just because, oh, okay, working influencers is good, okay, call the first influencer you see and, and give them a, a, a free treatment so she can say that our clinic is the best. No, it's not going to work, probably. Well, thank you, John. That was very, it was very enlightening. The, very, uh, I, I, I loved it. It's a, it was a very nice conversation, honestly. Mm -hmm. It was very, mm -hmm. and we both learned a lot. Yes. And uh, it's very interesting to have to have this fresh view. And by the way, so, so João, you were saying that you are now, like you, like, like uh, we were talking, you are, um, uh, you, you, you work mainly in, in dentistry. So if someone that is listening to us wants to to eventually know more about your activity or is interested, where should they contact you? What channels? 
they 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 have a they can contact me on LinkedIn. They they have our website. I, I was told in Manuela before that we were doing a restructuring our communication because uh, from before we were not uh, uh, doing many communication and not exposing ourselves because everyone would reach us by reference. But through our channels, uh, Constant Circle, we have a website, we have social media. Uh, they have my own. They can always uh, ask me questions, and it's I'm constantcircle.co, and I'm going yes. to leave everything on the on yeah. the show notes. Yes. Not yes. only the website of the of the agency, but also your LinkedIn contact and all the social media contacts Thank of you. the agency. I'm going to leave everything on the on the show notes. And and thank you so much, John. It was very uh, enlightening. And thank like you. I told thank you in the beginning, me and George Andre, sometimes we talk about social media. So and sometimes, yes, with, with prejudice. So yeah. I think that now that we have a, a, a very different idea and 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 I think also that you 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 gave us the and you passed this important message that if things are done based on a on a on a strategy based on your values, if there is uh, based on an authentic authenticity, which is something that um, for us it's 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 sometimes very hard to understand how to how to achieve that but you you explain it in a, in a, a wonderful way so thank yeah. you thank, thank you very you. much for your and time also, and yeah and, and, yes. and so also something very interesting which is a very important idea is that social media if you i mean social marketers will not do miracles if you don't do your share i mean if you are not willing to open yourself to what happens in your hand I mean, to, to give the, the, the patient experience to try to track how things go from your end. And also, Joao, yeah. I, I know that you are also working with not only Portugal, you have some experience out, uh, in foreign countries. So if someone, if someone is uh, even outside Portugal, if they want to contact you, you, you are also willing to, 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 to talk to them, right? Yes, uh, and I think it's because of uh, the pandemic helped, but... All, yeah. all our workflow uh, is 100% uh, uh, online. We, we have yeah. uh, meetings with our clients online. And, uh, of course, we, we, we go to the Pinsk and the presence is always important. But uh, we, we also work uh, abroad. Mm -hmm. So it, that, that's and not one a... Amazing, one amazing yes. thing about the industry is that is, is, it is a niche, a very specific niche. But then it's the same all, all around the world. So yeah. we have all the yeah. same problems and the same needs. So yeah. if you talk to a dentist in Portugal or a dentist in Belgium or in, uh, in the United States Absolutely. or in Brazil, but yeah. like you said, Brazil is a step ahead in, in the digital marketing already yeah. from us uh, in Europe. But anyway, the, the, the needs are the same. Uh, so it's, it's the same needs. The dental clinics have all the same, the same needs. Exactly. It's the same target and it's the mm -hmm. same business model most of the time. Mm -hmm. So the, the message to pass, it's, it's always based on the same values and as we mm -hmm. were saying, mm -hmm. and different yeah. techniques and ways of, of getting to the mm -hmm. target. So it works mm -hmm. really well. Mm -hmm. Joel, okay. thank you so much. That, thank that was you a so much. Nice yeah. Thank yes, you. And, thank you guys for and being thank back. you. Thank you everyone for for listening to us. We hope that this was also uh, very enlightening for for all of you listening. And we see you on the next episode. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you, Joao. Thank you, Manuela. Bye bye. See you thank next you. time. Bye bye.